Amazing performances will fill the skies in Johnson County sooner for the annual Garmin KC Air Show. On this episode, hear about the highlights and find out what it takes to pull an event like this together. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. This year's air show is once again expected to draw a huge crowd. It's something people look forward to every year. And this year is especially worth celebrating since it's the 75th anniversary for the U.S. Air Force and the Thunderbirds will be taking part. Here to talk more about that and all the great attractions we have with us, Corey and Aaron. And in just a bit, you're also going to hear from one of our performers. So, Corey, we're going to go ahead and start with you if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role with the air show. Yep, um, so my name is Corey Mullins and I'm with the, the Garmin KC Air Show Group. I'm also the director uh, for the air show. So uh, I help assist with, with the team that puts all this together with logistics and planning and uh, all the busing and basically everything uh, behind it that you guys see trying to give uh, the attendees the best experience that we can possible. All right, and Aaron, if you want to introduce yourself and your role. Sure. My name is Aaron Otto. I serve as executive director of the Johnson County Airport Commission. And in this instance, we play host to the Kansas City Air Show down at New Century Air Center. And so I don't think people fully appreciate the complexity, the amount of planning, the size of the budget, just all that goes into planning on an air show. And that really is where that group of, of, of incredible community involved citizens and folks like Corey come into play to make this possible. So we, we try to be as supportive as we can as, as the host organization, but the real magic gets made by the, uh, by the air show charity. All right, and Corey, if you wanna tell us a little bit about what people can expect this year. Uh, so this year we have some, um, in addition to returning acts from last year, we've added some awesome acts. Patty, uh, you'll hear with in a little bit. She's one of those, as well as uh, the Red Bull Air Force. Uh, they're here as well. I'm really looking forward to that. With other performers of our first uh, time here in Kansas City, as well as uh, we have some cool things also for the family and kids. Um, also, we have a, a monster truck experience. So that's going to be really cool. Um, another thing that we've been trying to get um, the air show for the past about four years, we're going to have a, an Osprey. Um, so definitely glad uh, to see that. And it'll be really cool to uh, check that out. And other kids will really like that as well. All right, and I mentioned that 75th anniversary. Can you tell me how that's going to be highlighted this year? Yep. Uh, so definitely with uh, being the 75th anniversary of the U.S. Air Force, uh, we're going to really celebrate that uh, and go up with a, a big bang and get a celebration there with the Thunderbirds um, for this show. I know it's always really impressive to to be out there and, and see the excitement, you know, um, be part of it. But can you talk about the planning and the, the, the preparation that goes into this? I mean, you probably start as soon as the one year's finished you're starting on the next year is that right yeah uh actually even goes a little further we actually start planning for this two years in advance um so there's a lot of time a lot of things that go into this uh, a lot of items that people generally look over um you know as aaron kind of touched on the budgets on this are huge uh, with, which i think a lot of people don't really consider kind of all the time and money that it really takes to put a show this magnitude on and aaron if you can talk about the airport's involvement Sure, happy to. So just to put it to put the uh, cherry on the top of the ice cream that Corey just talked about, um, when we were first looking to host the KC Air Show Charities at New Century, it was for 2020's Air Show. Uh, obviously, COVID had something to do with that. But I think I signed paperwork for that in March of 2018, requesting the Thunderbirds to come and perform. 
And so as we lost him in 20, we got him back in, well, 21, but really getting to solo perform and highlight them this year is exceptional. So really a lot of it's just the coordination with what the volunteers and then what the different performers, both local and the, the military performance teams needs are, um, which in some cases can include installing and arresting gear out there, which normally an airport wouldn't have being a non-military airport per se. Um, but just there's a lot of day of type activity that we try to be supportive of in addition to the throngs of volunteers that Corey's group recruits to help take place up there. You know, airports were built for air travel. They weren't built on 50,000 of your closest friends coming and spending a few hours with you and all wanting to leave at the same time. So that's just one more example of the logistics that Corey's team needs to work, that gets to work through and did an incredible job at the 21 show where I think everybody was off the airport premises for about 30 to 45, 50 minutes, which is pretty exciting when you think about you know, 50,000 people would make it like the 14th largest city in Kansas comes and decides to pay you a visit over the weekend. So huge numbers in the past of, of what we're looking at. And, and how do you make the logistics flow for, again, a place that wasn't necessarily built for that per se, but through his work and, and some dollars and a lot of buses, you know, you can make that possible and make that happen. All right. And Corey, can you talk a little bit more about the, the acts? So this event isn't like a, a one hour show. It's, it's not like, you know, a a couple hours at the circus it's it's uh, over days so can you discuss that correct yep uh so both days saturday and sunday uh both the sh both same uh performers will be doing acts on those days however we have so many acts in them currently we're at 25 acts um so with that we start flying at 10 a.m and it's literally action going on in the sky at all times throughout the day um there's some other air shows you know that may have uh eight to ten twelve performers that's a big show for them um, but like I said, we have 25, which, you know, it's almost double what some of these other air shows are. Um, so with that, we literally uh, will have one aircraft up in the, in the sky, um, kind of holding back. But we have another performer, um, what we call on deck while they're doing the performance. As soon as their performance ends, we pull another aircraft out, put them in the sky. Um, but then in addition to that, not only are the acts going on in the sky, we also have uh, this year another a jet fire truck. It's definitely something that you want to come out and see. Obviously, you won't be able to see that from outside of the airport. So you need to be there uh, to check that out. It's, it's definitely an eye catcher and an awesome experience to see and also feel with the force of that jet engine. Okay, so that's something I would just add to what Corey said is, you know, some people may feel like, oh, I live near New Century Air Center or one of Johnson County's airports, I can see part of this. You may see a small sliver of whatever's in the air, but you miss out on a good 80 plus percent of what takes place because New Century is so large that where they're doing their acrobatic work um, and performance really is center stage to the airport. In addition, you clearly miss the things like what Corey just mentioned, but also the static displays. Um, every inch of ramp that we have, I can assure you, Corey has found a place to put a military aircraft or some kind of unique historic aircraft so that people have a chance in some cases to tour them, in other cases just to see a, a piece of history uh, you know, up close and in person. And again, the only way that can happen is buying a ticket and, and hopping on a bus and heading over to New Century on the 3rd or 4th of September. All right. And I know this was mentioned, but this is really an event for, you know, the entire family. I, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are um, air enthusiasts and, and pilots in our area who come, you know, annually to check things out. But if you have kids who, you know, maybe have an interest in cars and trucks and things like that, this is a great place for them, too. Well, one of the things that Corey mentioned last year's show, I think you said there were tickets sold to people with addresses from like 40 or 43 states. I mean, that's extraordinary. But again, when you have one of the military performance teams coming, I'm now on their fan pages after last year, um, people travel because they only get to do about 30 shows a year or each. And 
if it's anywhere nearby, it's amazing the following those two groups will bring to say the least between the Blue Angels of the Navy and the Thunderbirds of the Air Force. But Corey probably has some better statistics than my memory. Yeah, uh, like Aaron said, yeah, 48 states um, is what we recorded that we had people from. Uh, and this year we're already looking at that. So again, this year is even gonna be, um, even though we don't have both jet teams, it's still gonna turn out to be a very huge show from what we're looking at uh, performer wise, as well as attendee wise. The things that we have, uh, you know, as far as mentioned for all family, um, we have everything for kids. We have STEM education items, um, a monster truck experience. You can ride in a monster truck with them. Um, the full Shelby Corral, you know, for the, the guys and the dads out there, the big car enthusiasts, you have that as well. Your aviation enthusiasts, your aircraft, um, your old, older war type aircraft as well. Your new um, aircraft, such as the Osprey, uh, as well as your uh, trainers and your uh, other different aircrafts that definitely things you don't get to see on a normal basis. And we can't take this for granted. I mean, yes, there was an air show last year. Yeah, we were really blessed to have and a very unique experience. Both military performance teams actually performing in the same air show. That rarely happens. But to put it in perspective, prior to 2021 show at New Century, my understanding is the last time we had a performance team from one of the military's branches was 1982. So they get hundreds of invitations each year to go to different shows, can honor about 30 each. And so the fact that we've had them two years back to back is extraordinary. In addition to what Corey mentioned, there are some of the same performers, some are new, much of the static display, there's some variation there. It's always a new different show. And so, and just thinking, I, when I was a kid, I grew up outside Grand Island, Nebraska, and we had the Thunderbirds there. And you, you know, as a kid, what an impression that made. And just how amazing that was, to say the least, that, you know, it's one of the most vivid memories I have being like seven or eight years old, to say the least. And so, as Corey said, there's something for everybody from good, you know, a little bit of fair food and other good opportunities to, to spend a full day. Because it's not just one show, as Corey said, there's something there all the time. And that's what I think surprises people like, oh, I'll show up at noon. Well, then you've missed two, three hours worth of the show if you show up at noon kind of thing. So. So full day of activities for, for everybody. That sounds great. Yeah, I, I've got two little boys. And every time we drive past our airports, I get to point out, you know, there's a helicopter, there's a plane. I don't know anything about them, but but they're still impressed when they get to see them take off. So it sounds like a, a great event, again, for the whole family. So now we want to kind of highlight one of our acts. So Patty, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, so I'm Patty Wagstaff. I'm an air show performer. I fly an extra, which is a real extraordinary, um, extraordinary aerobatic plane built in Germany and imported to the to the U.S. And um, I've flown extras for a long time. Um, they are very maneuverable. They're fast, but they can also fly slow. And I, I sort of call my my style uh, smooth and aggressive, but also hardcore aerobatic. So um myself and a couple of the other performers that, that do this kind of aerobatics it's it's unlimited aerobatics where you you can do everything you can think of um in an airplane pretty much we fly upside down right side up straight up straight down we tumble the airplanes end over end um and one thing i do i'm not sure if anybody else is doing it at the show is a um inverted ribbon cut where we stretch um we have two poles and we stretch ribbon across the runway and i cut it with my prop um 20 about 20 feet off the ground upside down so that's always exciting and and another thing that you can't see from outside the gate so come on in and um, enjoy the whole air show. All right. That sounds great. And I know it's always probably a question I'm sure that you get, but I mean, can you talk about how you got into this? 
Um, yeah, everybody wants to know, how do you get into something like this? You're part of this flying circus here. Um, I come from an aviation family. I think you'll find a lot of the performers actually do, not all of them. But, um, you know, one thing leads to another. Um, I tell people it was the only thing I'd ever done. Um, flying and flying aerobatics was the only thing I ever did that my parents thought was normal. And that's uh, just the kind of family I came from. But, um, you know, we just start by getting our license and taking lessons. And then, you know, you start in kindergarten, work your way up into grade school. And the next thing you're in high school, it's a lot of work. Um, it's really a lifestyle choice rather than just a hobby, you know, for people that fly air shows, um, you know, the, the performers that you're going to see at this air show in particular that are very, uh, well known and, and um, you know, highly skilled. So it's, it's, it's a lifestyle that your, your whole life sort of focuses around your skill level and how you take care of yourself and how you prepare. And so do you want to talk a little bit about the, the choreography? How do you kind of map that out and how do you practice it? It's interesting uh, because we have a lot of we have some lat a lot a lot of latitude in how we design our own sequence and our own routine. Um, we fly for about twelve to fifteen minutes, uh, most of us, and um, so uh, everything is based on um, you know what you like to do, what you are best at. For one, you know what's your what kind of skills do you want to show people? What's what's a what's a good routine to keep things close. I like to keep my routine really pretty low to the ground and close to the crowd so that I'm not going too high or too far away because as soon as you do that, you kind of lose, uh, you know, people lose interest. So I keep it, I call it barnstormer aerobatics and you know, just keep it right in front of the crowd. I don't get very high. I maybe get up to about 1500 feet and that's about it. And the rest of it's just right there. Um, and right in the middle of my show is uh, the ribbon cut. And then I, then I do the second part of the show after that. Um, of course, we play really cool music and the announcer is going to explain what we're doing while we're doing it. And um, um, but putting a routine together is not easy. It's all about energy management. So when you go up, you get slow. When you come down, you get fast and you have to turn that speed into altitude every single time you go back and forth across the box. So and um, there's there's a lot of planning and thought that goes into it all right well that all sounds very impressive and something i wouldn't dare dream of doing but i, I did get to to fly with the the golden knights um twice when i was a television news reporter i got to do a tandem jump with them and oh that's neat yeah it was it was so fun and so exciting i still have the videos of those um and it's the only way I can convince my children that I was um, interesting at one point in my life. Oh. Uh, they're impressed by it, but you know I don't have much beyond that. But it was a really fun experience, and I, I know it was. I think one of them was at least part of part of an air show, and you know the crowds just you know they they love it, you know, and there's always something going on that's so exciting and interesting, and it might even inspire people to, to do this kind of work or to learn more about aircraft or the military, and so that's always pretty interesting. Um, so when you talk about kind of flying low to the ground, I'm sure that raises questions about safety and security at these sorts of events, so do you all want to talk about um, sort of the measures that are taken to, to make sure this is a safe event? Oh, there's a there are a lot of rules about um, flying air shows and flying low, and and it's a it's a it's a whole program that you have to go through. Not, you can't just not anybody can just do that. You know, you have to go through a lot of a lot of steps to be able to do that. And so um, I know that the air show you have some really good performers coming this year that are that that's what we do for a living. I mean, this isn't just a hobby. Like I said, it's kind of a it's a 
you know, ongoing all the time practice thing. So, um, yeah, you know, we have people, people that have to evaluate us once a year. And, and um, th there are a lot of rules that, that the crowd doesn't even know, need to know about that are, you know, technical rules about what we can do. Um, and we keep ourselves in good shape, keep the airplanes in great shape and so on and so forth. So, but, you know, you're talking about air shows being inspirational and to me, that's the most important thing about air shows is that, like you said, you know, you drive, you drive by with your little boys and you point out the airplanes. Well, you can't just walk onto the ramp and touch those airplanes or see those airplanes on a normal basis. And you can't go to a military base and walk onto the ramp. I mean, they'll, they'll arrest you or worse. So, you know, um, you can't walk up to an Osprey at a Marine base and you can't walk up to an airliner um, at a, you know, major commercial airport. So the only time you can really get close to airplanes and touch them and smell them and see them and maybe go sit in them um, is an air show. So it's the only, it's really the place to inspire people to get into aviation or even if they don't learn to fly, maybe they'll have an interest in one of the um, other aspects of aviation or aerospace, like, you know, Garmin being the major sponsor for the show employs a lot of people in the aviation business and not all of them are pilots. Um, air traffic controllers, um, rocket scientists and people like that, a lot of them get inspired by air shows. And you can ask any air show performer, but um, we, anybody that's done this for a few years gets letters from people and emails saying, I saw you fly when I was 10 years old and that's when I decided to be a pilot or I decided to get into aerospace or, you know, or I was on the original flight sim, Microsoft flight sim, um, um, flight simulator, I guess, games. Um, and um, so a lot of the kids saw me on that and they're like, I used to fly your airplane when I was 10 years old. And you know, it really inspired me to get into aviation. So that, that to me is what's really important about air shows. It's entertaining, it's fun, but it's also about hoping that people appreciate aviation more. Certainly, that's that's great information. All right, anything to add on to that, um, Corey or Aaron, just, you know, again, about safety and security? We take safety, our number one, there's a lot of safety factors going to that. Uh, we have numerous different uh, crash and response crews on site. Always make sure of that. As far as from the attendee side, uh, we have security uh, ongoing with that to make sure that we don't have any issues with that. And um, they're just a really good family-oriented clean show. I would just add the amount of coordination that Corey's team puts in advance and pulling together, you know, the Johnson County Sheriff's Office, MEDAC, Olathe PD, Gardner PD, airport staff. I mean, the list of folks goes on and on. I'm afraid to mention names because I know it's will leave some out, but that just gives you an idea of the breadth and depth that's all waiting behind the scenes. If there happens to be an incident or it's too warm and somebody is, it gets a little dehydrated, that those people respond on site. And it was some, uh, you know, I think very effective management of that in 2021 when we had the event on the 4th of July weekend and it was pretty warm and we'll see what this year of Labor Day, if the temperatures will be, but um, you know, that, that worked really well to see the public, public response to those situations. All right, that's terrific. And just final question, probably most important question, how do people take part in this event? So right now, uh, tickets are available online. Um, actually, online sales is the only way to get the tickets. But if you go over to kcairshow.org, that's kcairshow.org, you can pick up those tickets uh, right now on sale. Uh, discounted tickets for GA are still going on at $45. You can go and uh, get your tickets for that and make sure they don't sell out. 
All right, that sounds good. And of course, um, you guys are very active on social media. We're sharing some of your content too. So if people are interested in seeing some of the videos, kind of a preview of what you can expect, that's a great place to check that out too. And we'll have in our show notes of this episode that link to where you can go and get your tickets. Well, thank you all for joining me today. It was great information and very exciting uh, preview of, of what we can expect for, for this event. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having me. I can't wait. All right, and thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JokoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jokogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.